YouTuber Micah Stauffer is facing backlash after revealing her adopted autistic son is now living with a new family. The last couple months have been like the hardest thing I could have ever imagined. The influencer is joined by husband James Stauffer as she tells her over 700,000 YouTube subscribers that their adopted son Huxley is no longer living with them. The couple struggles to hold back tears as they candidly detail their decision to rehome the toddler. You know, with international adoption, sometimes there's unknowns and things that are not transparent on files and things like that. And once Huxley came home, there was a lot more special needs that we weren't aware of and that we were not told. The pair adopted Huxley from China back in 2017. And in a blog written by Micah for The Bump, she explains that he was profoundly developmentally delayed. In addition to a brain cyst and brain tumor, Huxley was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder level three after returning to the States. But the decision to rehome is getting backlash, with some criticizing the couple for featuring Huxley prominently in their videos and social media in the years prior to moving him in with another family. Micah insists they tried to make it work. There's not an ounce of our body that doesn't love Huxley with all of our being. There wasn't a, a minute that I didn't try our hardest. Do I feel like a failure as a mom? Like 500%. So when you get like insidious, hurtful comments, it just like really makes it hurt worse. And she insists Huxley is okay. He is thriving. He is very happy. He's doing really well. And his new mommy has medical professional mm -hmm. training and it is a very good fit. recently as far as the child from China and my concerns over the way that it just ended up finding a new family? Well, actually, there's a lot more to this story on a global issue. And here's the deal. And I decided to share my research as I went along, not in an effort to overload you or anything like that. But I also decided I'm not going to pick and choose what I think anybody is capable of hearing. This is, in fact, a horror show, okay? It didn't become a horror show overnight. We were all here when this horror show started winding up. So let's take a look at a couple of things today because there's really something to this rehoming thing. Typically, when we think of rehoming something, we think of rehoming a pet, you know, like a dog. You get a dog, it doesn't work out, you rehome it. You find another family for that dog. That's what happened with this case from China. I missed that word. They were talking about rehoming that child, right? Well, rehoming for children is actually a thing. It is not just for pets. This country, and you are going to have to decide for yourself, because can I prove it? <laughs> well, not completely, but I think I can show you enough evidence. We're looking at the biggest child trafficking in the entire world, and this country is the head of the snake, okay? There is no way to look the other way and say otherwise. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it. And then what I'm going to do is 
I'll play another clip at the end that explains it a little bit better. But first, before I get started here, let me share a quote by from George Carlin. Of course, he was CIA also, but it said, When you're born, you get a ticket to the freak show. When you're born in America, you get a front row seat. Okay, so rehoming. The deal's been going on for a very, very long time, okay? If you've ever heard of the term rehoming, you may connect it with people who are looking for new homes for their pets. However, there is much more frightening definition that not many people know about. Rehoming is a term often used in situations where adoptive parents are trying to get rid of their adopted child. This can stem from behavioral and or emotional issues from the adopted child that the parents do not feel equipped to handle. Most rehoming exchanges initially are made via the internet, through websites or forums. The majority of these rehoming exchanges are made by parents who adopted a child internationally. There is less follow-up resources for these parents, so many of the parents have stated that they have nowhere to go or no one to reach out to for help regarding the issues they are having with their adopted child. Although it seems like rehoming should be illegal, unfortunately, there aren't many laws protecting children against being given away to others. The problem with this is that many of the people who are taking these adoptive children have criminal backgrounds or are psychologically unstable, putting the child at risk for emotional or sexual abuse, trafficking, or even death. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say any more today. I think you're smart people. I think you get where this is all going. I will be working on SAC um, and getting back to that. Um, yeah. Um, I am kind of at a loss for words today, so um, unfortunately this is one of hundreds, if not thousands, of real-life stories of what may happen when an adopted child is rehomed. They had a case of a child that was adopted by some predators. I won't go into the details. Those predators got caught with a child and nothing happened to them because they legally did nothing wrong. This is all part of the plan, not the bug in this system. Be safe out there. Goodbye for now. If you think America is the heart of modern civilization, this story will surely change your mind. There, a trade in unwanted children exists, and the way they do it is distressing. It's known as rehoming, and when parents decide they no longer want their adopted child, they simply advertise them on websites to lure prospective new parents. It's as straightforward as getting rid of an old fridge on eBay. There's no vetting or court orders required, and these disposable children can be handed over to anyone. In fact, until you see it, it's difficult to believe, and we should warn you, it's quite confronting. First up, we have Alicia. Alicia is a very special and very sweet young lady. 
It's a parade like no other. Abandoned children, desperately selling themselves to win over a new family, a new start. She also likes drawing and doing arts and crafts. And in the audience, sizing them up to find a perfect match are their potential parents. Okay, Michaela, you look Travelling to this so-called matching event today is Tom, a teacher with no children, who is interested in 14-year-old Frank, given up by his adopted family two years ago and now living in a care home. Today is important because I get a chance to kind of be a part of something, you know, a part of a family that I've been waiting to be a part of for a very long time now. If something happens, then we'll pursue it, and if not, no, not a big deal. Nothing gained, nothing lost. But Frank is anxious to make something happen. He has much to lose, and only two hours to convince Tom he's worthy of adoption. I'm trying to show him the brightest aspects of me and to let him know what the darkest ones are. Frank has sold himself well. Tom agrees to give his new son a trial run and will collect him in 15 days' time. Thank you, do the same. But six months later, Tom decides they're not compatible. And again, Frank can only hope and wait to find a family who wants him forever. To see those children trying to sell themselves to it, find it, a forever family, is, what does that do to your stomach? Oh, it turns it, it. It is appalling that we get to a place as unseemly as this. Appalling. It is distressing, tragic and completely legal. Here in the US, it's a phenomenon known as rehoming, where, along with matching events, troubled kids are advertised like goods on eBay and given to anyone who'll take them. Mostly, they're adopted and often wear the scars of abuse and neglect. Most disturbingly, their parents have decided they no longer want them. It could be here in New York City. Oh, it could be in New York. It could be, it could be in Boston. For Adam Pertman, from the Boston-based National Center on Adoption and Permanency, rehoming is the heartless result of desperation. Desperate people do stupid things and desperate things. There should be legal structures and social structures and professionals who know what the hell they're doing around all of this. If it's not, if we don't protect vulnerable children, who do we protect? It's an underground trade in children that could be happening in any suburb across America. It's estimated that there is something like 24,000 foreign adoptees who are no longer with their adopted families. And as we've seen, there are countless more waiting to be rehomed. To rehome a child here is breathtakingly easy. Parents who no longer want their kids simply sign them over to those who do. And that could be anyone. A desperate loving parent-in-waiting or a monster. I think it's often that the child doesn't meet the expectations of the family. And so instead of working with a child, they're trying to rehome them. Get rid of them. Dispose of them. 
Megan Exxon has five adopted children, two through rehoming. Look at the little girl in her ballet costume with her flower in her hair. I don't know how you can give a child up. As well, Megan is all too aware that not everyone who seeks out these children can be trusted. And what about the people who might be looking at these photos? Who might they be? Well, it could be anyone. We know from experience it can be pedophiles and people who are liars and cheats. Well, this is like a shopping list for a pedophile. Absolutely. Absolutely. 17-year-old Poppy knows the awful truth through first-hand experience. Like an unwanted pet, Poppy's former adoptive parents rehomed her when she was just seven years old. They delivered her to Nicole and Calvin Eason, a couple they met in an adoption chat room who have since been exposed as serial pedophiles. Here, Nicole is caught discussing rehoming. Um, a family looks for uh, another family, internet, word of mouth, you know, friends. And her not so gentle approach to parenting. I smack them in the mouth, and I've gotten them with a spatula. I have no regrets about it, no mm -hmm. complaints about it. The day that you were sent to the Easton's home, what was that like? Scary. What was scary about it? Being dropped off by people who I thought that were family and not being able to see them anymore. So this was your mum and dad, who you considered to be your mum and dad. Mm -hmm. And did you understand why you were being sent away? No. I was told that I was just that we were going on a little road trip, and that's all they told me. Poppy and another child from another family, 14-year-old Dimitri, would now experience the very worst of rehoming. What happened in that house? A lot of things that shouldn't happen. How would you describe the Eason's? scum and uncaring, heartless, self-serving, selfish. Lynn Banks, an adoptive parent herself and a crusader against adoption scammers, uncovered the Easons online and was immediately alarmed. Did you spot that it was a fake as soon as you saw it? Yes, they were trying to take kids into their home under false pretenses. This shows how easily the Easons con people. This document is meant to reassure parents who no longer want their children that they've given them to the right people. It's a safety assessment signed off by social workers. But the Easons was pure fiction. When you became suspicious of the Easons, did you become obsessed with tracking them down and stopping them? It was the right thing to do. And I couldn't turn around and walk away from that. You know, who else was going to do it? Lynn discovered the Easons' own children had been removed from them due to neglect and suspected abuse. She told police, as the Easons moved across the country, of the kids they collected on the way. How similar was the story from state to state? Very similar. They were doing damage 
they weren't getting caught. They were free to move on. Can you explain to me how Dimitri and Poppy were placed with the Eason's? Well, I mean, they met on our group. Megan Exxon ran a chat room set up to support other adoptive parents. Unaware of their background, she welcomed the Eason's and introduced them to the other families. But tracking their every online move, Lynn alerted Megan immediately. Well, I know for a fact that she has an eight-year-old and a 14-year-old from our group. We introduced them. But I... Just two weeks before this call, Poppy and Dimitri's parents had dumped them with Nicole and Calvin Eason. Lynn's phone call was confronting and devastating. A pedophile? Is this Calvin? After having that conversation with mm -hmm. Lynn, what did you do next? The first thing I did was I called the parents and uh, according to them, they couldn't come for their children. And I decided if nobody else was going to go for them, that I would. Shame on them in a big way. There are some parents that will walk away and not look back. The ugly world at times, let me tell you. With no guarantees that the Eason's would hand over the children, Megan immediately set off on a 10-hour mercy dash to right her mistake. The house was ramshackle on the outside. It had garbage bags. It had animal feces. It had urine in the front. So you go up to the door and you, you meet a fairly imposing man, I'd imagine. He's six foot two. Yes, I'm five feet tall. I just said, I'm here for the children. And he said, well, you can't have them. And I said, no, Calvin, you can't have them. You don't have a right to them. Lynn describes that decision as very brave. Do you feel brave? No, I feel stupid. Why is that? Because I helped put them in that position. What did you think of somebody coming and rescuing you in that way? I thought she was a hero of what she was doing. You thought she was a hero? Poppy suffered what no one should, especially a seven-year-old abandoned child. She was certainly molested. Um, Nicole and Calvin walked around naked. They wanted the children to sleep in bed with them. Um, they had the children watch pornography and uh, as though it were a family movie. So moved by Poppy's experience, Megan adopted her, and Dimitri found a family too. Although she was now safe, for a long time, Poppy blamed herself for being dumped by the people she knew as her mum and dad, who she could only recently face again. So you met up with your adoptive parents, your first adoptive parents. What was that like? I felt guilt that I did something to them to make them do that to me because I didn't understand why. She told me she didn't think that she was capable of taking care of me anymore. Have you forgiven her for not coming and rescuing you? Not quite yet. Incredibly, even after Poppy was saved, the Eason's continued rehoming children. It took Lynn Banks 
nearly a decade of collecting evidence against them before the FBI acted. With the aid of her testimony, two months ago, the Eastons were each sentenced to 40 years in jail for their crimes against children. I just can't imagine being in a home with them. You know, and I just can't imagine being a little person under somebody's control like that and the people having their way with you and I just can't I just can't imagine. In all, Lynn's unwavering decade-long pursuit of the Eason's resulted in 11 children being saved. Today, for the first time, she gets to meet one of them. How are you feeling about seeing Poppy? This is, yeah, I think it's going to hit home now. Yeah. yeah. What's hitting home? Oh, they're real. <laughs> Those kids were real. Yeah. She certainly is real. And here she is. She is. <laughs> oh. Hi. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. Oh, hi, Lynn. Oh. This is my daughter, Poppy. Can I hug you? <laughs> I'm so glad to meet you. Nice and to meet you. you. Glad to meet you, too. To see Poppy in person is to be reminded of why Lynn did what she did. I've wanted to do this for a long time to save precious lives from the most vile people. <laughs> I'm just glad you're safe, yeah. Let's go get the eggs. Come on. Having found her forever family with Megan, Marty, and her four adopted brothers and sisters, Poppy has been given a chance to live a life she deserves. What do you think of adults who are able to leave their children with strangers, who can just leave a child and walk away? They're disgusting and they have, that they don't deserve kids themselves. Do you think rehoming should be allowed in this country? I hate that everybody's in that position. I think it needs to be regulated so that it's safe for the kids. But the child needs to heal from the rejection and the abandonment and the trauma. They have every right to walk this earth healed. So. That's it.